The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I want to look at reseeding now the Sweet 16. You look at the uh, tournament this year, you know, Baylor, Kentucky, Auburn, all bounced. You got the likes of Michigan, North Carolina, the Miami Canes, and how about the Peacocks and St. Peter's? They all advanced to the Sweet 16. So you look at the uh, overall number one seed, it's the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They beat Georgia State 93-72 in their opener and then beat Memphis in a very tough game. The ninth-seeded Tigers gave them a run for their money, but the Zags pull it out. Bulldogs win it 82-78. Timmy's team was down 10 at the start of the second half. Uh, when he decided that the Bulldogs were not going to go home. He scored 21 of his 25 over the next 20 minutes in the second half uh, to pull out the win against a Memphis team that had uh, lost just two games over the last two months. Timmy was just going off. He was hitting turnaround jumpers, uh, shots off the glass, you name it. Uh, They got contributions from Bolton. He had 17, Nebhard 23. And uh, they combined to go 8 for 16 from 3, those two, uh, Bolton and Nebhard. And then Holmgren had four swats. They take on Arkansas on Thursday in their next game in the Sweet 16. The Zags were the overall tournament number one seed. Now they'll be reseeded in the Sweet 16 as number one still. And then you got the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, They would be uh, number two, originally uh, a number one seed, Sweet 16 seed, number one. Of course, they beat Texas Southern, 83-56. Then they beat Creighton by seven. Uh, And then you just look at this team. It's unbelievable. You get a pair of of starter star players like Kalkbrenner, the seven-footer, who uh, blew out his knee. And then Ryan Nebhard, he was a guy... Uh, true freshman that averaged over 11 a game, and they lost him. So bottom line is uh, McDermott's team couldn't hang uh, with Kansas. And you get this team with Remy Martin and company getting the job done, but uh, he didn't play great or whatever. Uh, He was 19 per game in his first two years with the Sun Devils. Uh, He got injured a little bit, and then in the postseason, the guy's going off. He's averaging 17 points per game, 10 of 16 inside the arc, three for six outside the arc, four dimes a game, all with just one turnover. And now all of a sudden you're seeing this team rolling. They take on Cooley's Providence Friars 
on Friday. That's going to be a great game. The number three seed would be uh, Arizona. Uh, they're a number one seed and a Sweet 16 number one seed. They beat Wright State by 17. Then they beat uh, TCU in a great game Sunday night. They win 85-80 in overtime. Christian Coloco's dunk with nine and a half seconds to play. Two of his 28 sealed to win for the Wildcats. And then uh, you got the guy Benedict Mathurin, 30 points, 10 rebounds, two steals. Big clutch plays down the stretch. You get those two playing the way they were. TCU had mistakes in overtime and kind of let the game slip through their fingers. Next up, Thursday night against a brutal team that can beat anybody, the Houston Cougars. They would be seated right now at four. Originally a five seed, sweet 16 seed, number one. Uh, They defeated uh, UAB 82-68. Then they knocked off Illinois 68-53. I love Kelvin Sampson's team. Do you see him rip off his shirt in the locker room after the game? 66 years old, jumping up and down half naked. It was awesome. Houston's been ranked in the top 10 nationally in adjusted offense and defensive efficiency. Bottom line is uh, Fabian White and Josh Carlton have shot tremendously. Uh, White 56%, Carlton 62% from the floor, and uh, they have just been able to light it up. I don't think Houston should have been a five seed. Uh, I think they're a much better team uh, than that type of seeding. Edward Sheet and Moore, some of their other players, outscored the entire Illinois roster by themselves, the three of them, 54-53. Houston's 11-1 in their last 12 games, and Houston has won uh, 10 of those by double digits. They are lethal. They can light it up. I can't wait to see them play uh, Arizona on Thursday night. Ranked fifth would be Villanova. The Wildcats originally a number two seed, Sweet 16 seed a number two. They defeated Delaware by 20. Then they beat Ohio State in a tough game where they got away from them and won 71-61. Bottom line is Villanova gets to the line, and they play great defense. They make their free throws. Uh, they're 7-0 right now on a streak, and the teams they've been playing have shot 26% from three, uh, they've been able to shut everybody down. Delaware and Ohio State are both great three-point shooting teams, top five in their leagues, and then they combine to go 10 for 42 against Villanova past the line. Meanwhile, Villanova shoots 36% of their contested threes uh, in the tournament. Uh, And the bottom line is, that's their top mark since their 2018 team won the national championship. Colin Gillespie uh, was a freshman on that team. He's averaging 17 and four dimes. And uh, bottom line is, they play Michigan on Thursday. That's going to be a hell of a game. Duke would be six. They were a number two and a sweet 16 number two. They defeated... Uh, Fullerton, 78-61, and then got by a tough Michigan State team. The Spartans gave them everything they had, but Duke got it done and covered 85-76. Paolo Banchero hit a huge shot to give Duke the 75-74 lead. Then he swatted a Hauser shot at the other end, and that set up a a Jeremy Roach uh, 
three uh, to extend the advantage, and then they uh, ran away with it. Duke had five players, including Ben Chero, uh, in double figures, and they need that, and they're going to need it against a great defensive team in Texas Tech on Thursday. Texas Tech would be ranked seventh in the Sweet 16. They're an original number three seed and a Sweet 16 number two. They defeated Montana State in a blowout, 97-62, and then squeaked by Notre Dame in a great game, 59-53. They got Bryson Williams averaging 17 a game. They're playing great defense. Uh, They mean business, this team. I love uh, watching Adams' team play at both ends of the floor. Purdue at number eight. They were a number three seed, a sweet 16, number two. They defeated Yale easily, 78-56, and then got by Texas, 81-71. Purdue making their fourth trip to the sweet 16 since 2017. I think Purdue pretty much just took over that game offensively. Jaden Ivey, 18 points. He's always getting it done. I love the big Trevion Williams. He led all scorers with 22. And he came off the bench doing that. Ethan Morton, uh, you know, had eight and a couple of big threes. Uh, Zach Eady had 11 and 10 boards. The double-double. Uh, They were 33 of 46 from the free throw line. They play the upset-minded and Cinderella St. Peter's on Friday. Of course, St. Peter's from Jersey City, New Jersey. Providence would be nine, uh, originally a number four seed, Sweet 16, number three seed. They beat South Dakota State 66-57 and Richmond easily 79-51. I mean, they have done it all with defense. They held South Dakota State, the nation's top three-point shooting team, to 30% from three. They played Kansas on Friday. At 10 would be North Carolina. They were originally a number eight seed, a number three seed in the Sweet 16. They beat Marquette 95-63 and then stunned Baylor in a wild game on Saturday, 93-86 in overtime. They had a 25-point lead but blew it and then found a way to win anyway. Brady Manick had 26 points. He got ejected with a flagrant two foul in that game. If he was still in the game and didn't get tossed, they would have never gone to overtime. They would have blown him out still. A lot of people think they'll beat UCLA on Friday night. Michigan would be 11. They were an 11 seed, now a number three seed in the Sweet 16. They beat Colorado State 75-63 and then shocked Tennessee easily, 76-68. Once again, the big fella, Hunter Dickinson, going off 24 points, eight and a half boards, two and a half blocks per game uh, in his first two tournament games. He's uh, just lighting it up, doing everything. Michigan takes on Villanova Thursday. UCLA would be 12. They were a number four seed, now a number three seed in the Sweet 16. They beat Akron by four, struggled to do it, and then beat St. Mary's, a great team, and blew them out, 72-56. I was surprised how easy that was. Johnny Juzang got his game back, 14 points, 6 of 11 from the floor, 8 rebounds, and he played great since injuring his ankle, uh, and that had him uh, like out for almost a month Problem is, Jacquez hurt his ankle, and he might miss the Sweet 16. Like I said, they play North Carolina Friday. Arkansas would be the 13. They beat Vermont and New Mexico State. They have the pleasure of facing Gonzaga on Thursday. Have fun with that. 
14 would be the Canes. How about Miami? They beat uh, USC by two and Auburn. They blew them out 79-61. They play Iowa State Friday. The Cyclones got there by beating LSU and then Wisconsin on Sunday 54-49. St. Peter's would be ranked 16th. They beat Kentucky in overtime 85-79 and then Murray State by 10. I love this team. I can't wait to see them play Purdue on Friday. They're getting 12 and a half. I thought the first two rounds were kick-ass. I can't wait for the Sweet 16 games this week. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 